we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for October 2nd, 2023. A pretty big study to try to get through today. Some of the most important information I've ever covered uh, regarding really proactive things that we can be doing uh, to protect ourselves, our families, from both a spiritual and a physical standpoint. Some of this information is going to be things I've never covered before, I've been meaning to cover. Um, I've been doing a lot of research since the last study two weeks ago uh, regarding the whole subject of smart meters, EMF, uh, 5G, Wi-Fi, and this whole thing with October 4th. And I do apologize if you hear this after October 4th because I won't be even releasing this probably get this up you know a few days before but two days I know is not really much of a heads up uh, so I do apologize for that information it's just taken me a long time to really procure this information particularly regarding the technological side of the things I'm going to be covering today with 5G, Wi-Fi, smart meters, things of that nature. And um, I wish I would have really learned this information in totality years ago. Uh, but I've had a lot of revelations since the last study. And consulted with a lot of different people that are more experts on this subject and so I've got some really, really, really good bombshell stuff. And again, a lot of this falls under the whole heading of not being ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of us, which is something the Bible, you know, is talks about a lot. And that's, uh, let me just give you that verse here. I know I say it a lot, but um, it's kind of a core foundational thing of this ministry. And, and again, Matthew 24, 24, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect regarding the end times that we're we're in and moving more into and, and Jesus Christ even said that second Corinthians 2 11 lest Satan should get an advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices and then um, the whole thing about being destroyed for lack of knowledge according to Hosea 4 6 as well so before we get into that the um, warfare group prayer the prayer to neutralize occult rituals i'll go ahead and open us in prayer father god in the name of the lord jesus christ the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth seated at the right hand of the father we come in the authority given to us in christ jesus we place a hedge of warring angels with flaming swords of fire around us and our families continuously we put on the whole armor of god we resist and renounce satan the god of this earth we rise to to war by the power of the holy spirit against witchcraft occult maneuvers and devices sent against your will and the body of Christ. We ask you to dispatch legions of warring angels in full battle array to enforce our petitions and intercessory prayers. Route your enemies on all fronts, O Lord. Turn their hatred, anger, accusations, conflict, arrogance, and wicked schemes upon themselves so that they become caught in their own snares and fall into the very pits and traps that they have intended for others. We nullify, cancel, and oppose every satanic operation, scheme, maneuver, and strategy. Cause secret plans, agendas, and motivations of the enemy to be revealed for everyone to see. We decree and declare that what these evil people and entities meant for evil, you will turn around and use it for the good of your people. We close every evil portal that has been opened by them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood, and we break and cancel every curse, spell, hex, vex, charm, enchantment, decree spoken or unspoken, sent against the body of Christ, 
the innocent, and your intercessors by every witch, warlock, satanist, sorcerer, voodoo priest, shaman, soothsayer, medium, coven, and every minion of the devil working iniquity. May they fall into the very pits that they have dug for others. Lord Jesus, reveal your love to them. Save those that can be saved. Show them the truth about who they're serving and their eternal destination if they continue in their present path. Open their minds, ears, and eyes to receive supernatural insight and knowledge to understand the truth of the gospel. Bring them to salvation. We seal this prayer by the blood of the Lamb, and in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Okay, so the first report is entitled, Infowars Now Openly Promoting Witchcraft, with new video, which is entitled, Mul Multiple Remote Viewers Warn of World-Changing Event at the End of the Year. And the reason that I have been doing a lot of exposure of them recently is because it's such a mixed bag at Infowars. Some, some of the stuff, they're pretty much cutting edge and, and they'll be the first ones reporting on certain things that is very easy to come into alignment with and, and, and to see that they're putting out truth. But then they'll commingle a lot of the information. And again, I've done so many studies exposing Alex Jones. I mean, all the blasphemous things that's increasingly coming out of that devil's mouth. My file on him, I think, is... I don't even know how big now. I think over 70 pages. And I mean some of the worst, most horrific things that you could possibly do. Um, Alex Jones is guilty of. Uh, so this doesn't surprise me. Now, I play Gregory's reports. And many times, they're right on the cutting edge of exposing certain things. But this is literally promoting witchcraft. And you're going to see as a common theme a lot of people in alternative media some of the big media outlets out there promoting remote viewing and astral projection uh infowars is doing it there's other uh that we're going to get into that i don't want to say too much right now but we're going to get into some of the alternative media platforms that are actually doing this and this is this falls under the the heading of very serious forms of witchcraft that they're promoting and um, acting like that if we don't participate in these things, if we don't embrace these things, we're never going to achieve our full potential. We're never going to um, know the truth unless we have things like astral projection and remote viewing as part of our uh, at least belief system, meaning that it's valid. And then ultimately promoting you doing those things as well and this is why i've been warning so much about just alternative media in general that at the end or or they're just let's say alternative media okay so they're totally part of the right left paradigm coke pepsi uh that type of scenario and from that standpoint oh trump good uh all these people that are against the great reset they're all good mike lindell general flynn um they're the good guys. They're the white hats. They're going to come and save the day, even though they're all part of the system, even though they're playing their part in this whole right-left paradigm, Coke-Pepsi, Hegelian dialectic, problem-reaction-solution. And they're just beholden to their masters, just like the people on the left. Now, the people on the left are obviously way more overtly evil, but people like Trump and these others, they're also wicked and evil. And they're playing their part and they're, with, at, at the end of the day, what this boils down to is the strong delusion of Second Thessalonians chapter 2.
that God said he was going to send in the exact basic time frame that we're living in the end times that they would believe a lie he's going to send strong delusion that they meaning humanity in general will believe a lie that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness so having a true love for the truth is of paramount importance and the thing is is the truth typically is not something that is going to be popular going to be make you feel warm and fuzzy the truth is typically going to be the road less traveled, the narrow way. And the Bible talks a lot about that as well. So just from that standpoint, if you see the masses on the, let's say, conservative Christian right pushing a particular narrative, you should question that. Knowing the deception and the times that we're moving into. So I'm going to go ahead and play this video here the counterculture is now aware of false flags operations that are executed by the powers that be and blamed on someone else are now being called out in real time on social media platforms despite all the censorship it's becoming popular and if the powers that be can no longer trick us then they will try and hurt us According to the scientific data, nearly all humans have a certain degree of psychic awareness, and some of us become acutely aware of it. The term remote viewing was coined by the U.S. Department of Defense when they began training people in this field. It is the art of viewing an unknown target at any distance within the mind's eye. And, and it's it's witchcraft. It's, it's a form of witchcraft. It's like a... To me, it's like astral projection in a way without traveling outside of your body. Um, you're not disconnecting your soul from your body. And I've talked a lot about astral projection, and you can just key in astral projection in the um, the key the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. You can key that in where I've, I've talked about that. And um, well, I'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. Retrieving accurate data. To refine this data, remote viewers work together as a team and look for redundant data. When we look at remote viewing data, if one person says something, you know, that's interesting. If two describe the same thing, that's a little more weight. When three or four describe the same thing, we pretty much take that to the bank. Remote viewing teams such as the Future Forecasting Group work with a double-blind protocol. Show, this shows six guys here that they work together and they work with a double blind protocol. So the, what they're trying to do right now is establish credibility and credence regarding this witchcraft practice and making it seem scientific and legitimate and, oh, wow, we've got this team of guys that, that are doing this and they look credible. So therefore, and they're doing double blind studies. So, oh, this is, this is just scientific. And this is in the realm of witchcraft, which is forbidden by the Bible. I mean, in the Old Testament, it was punishable by death doing things like this. ...means that they do not know where or what the target is. The information they are given is an arbitrarily designated number, such as A9I5-Q7K4. As they blindly view the target in a meditative state of focus, imagery a is... A meditative, like, like transcendental meditation type of thing where you empty your mind and then you, it's a great way to get demon infested and 
Um, we've warned about transcendental meditation um, also very much in previous teachings. Flashed in the mind and immediately sketched out and collected. The Future Forecasting Group has been successful at predicting the Panama Canal incident, the destruction of the Kokovka Dam in Ukraine, the Halloween stampede in South Korea, police violence at the Canadian trucker protest, and many others. Which okay. What? But okay. What? What is their percentage overall? Okay, they've been successful in those things supposedly, but I want to know what their overall batting average is. I mean, we bat in. 300 we bat in 400 where where are we at here how many times do you get see the thing is the test of a prophet in the bible and and i'm i'm gonna this is the same thing for the modern day false prophets which is the absolute total norm like your tbn trinity broadcasting network false prophet okay um all those guys that were predicting trump was going to get in for a second term and he's this man of god and he's there that that fireman guy that was doing all this stuff and all this stuff was total lies. Trump is absolutely, totally part of the establishment. He is a double straight from the pit of hell. Okay, again, I've got way over 100, 100 pages of documentation on all... I mean, these are things Trump did. This isn't something that's up for debate. He's done these things. He's owned them. And any Christian should shriek back in horror if they, if they look at those documents or look at the studies I've done exposing Trump. Yet, that doesn't matter to most people that would call themselves Christians. For the most part, they just believe whatever the church and or the 501c3 church and or the mainstream uh, Republican right news is telling them. For the most part, and I'm not saying there's not exceptions, but they are. And um, they give Trump a pass, which shows that they don't really have very much love for the truth and that they are deceived and that they are deluded. Now, does that mean I'm better than them? No, I'm not saying that. I pray, that's why this ministry exists, to wake people, those types of people up. I was part of that system for a very long time. I'm not saying I'm better. Okay, I too was once deluded and deceived. Okay, I know the pit from whence I was dug. I am considering that. I, I, I know that apart from the Lord Jesus Christ, I am nothing. And then I am as but a little child. I know, I know not whether to come in or go out apart from him. Jesus Christ. I know that. I, I get that. I totally freely admit that. I, I just, I don't want them to be deceived and deluded. This is why the ministry is called contending for truth. Okay. So, um, any, anyway, these, these false prophets, whether they're in the so-called Christian church, most of the time, the vast majority of the time, I don't know one, one of these people that have ever, that are batting a thousand, meaning they never got a prophecy wrong. It was prerequisite in Deuteronomy 18. You had to get it right 100% of the time, all the time. Or you were taken out and killed. And then you go back like five chapters to, to, to Deuteronomy 13, and even if you got it right 100% of the time, if you were, if by those prophecies you were leading people away from God, they still took you out and stoned you. You could go to a psychic, you can go to a witch, witch or a medium to go to, to talk to dearly departed Aunt Agnes, which is just nothing more than a familiar spirit that was familiar with the patterns of Aunt Agnes, you know, who's either in heaven or hell. You're talking to their familiar spirit, okay? And most likely if you're talking to their familiar spirit, they're probably in hell. 
that spirit was familiar with Aunt Agnes's actions. That spirit can mimic, mimic Aunt Agnes, sound just like her, know stuff that Aunt Agnes knew because that spirit was with Aunt Agnes the rest, the whole, well, let's say her whole life for argument's sake. So she'll know things that maybe this Aunt Agnes told that person in their life that nobody else could know. Oh yeah, well, when the demons are listening in, they'll, they can know it easily. That's all that is. That's all the whole medium psychic stuff. And the mediums and psychics do get it right a certain percent of the time. If they got it wrong 100% of the time, nobody would go to them. Okay, but their batting average is not 1,000. Remote viewers' batting averages are not 1,000. They're, they're, they're cherry-picking here in this video and said, oh, well, they got this right. Well, how many times they got it wrong? How many times they got it wrong? Which would tell me one time them getting it wrong would tell me they're not of God. The second thing that would tell me they're not of God is they're not leading you toward Christ. They're leading you away from Christ. They're leading you to be your own God, which you're going to see that as kind of a theme. Oh, we need this truth to bring us into the next, our next phase of Godhood, into the old world order, into the new world order, where we will be as gods. That was the same lie that the serpent told Eve. Okay? So Satan hasn't changed his tactics. It's pretty much the same. Uh, and this is one of the main one of the main things that they're doing to try to bring people the, of a conservative mindset, maybe Christians, into this and and get you thinking that this is okay, that this is fine, that though this isn't really witchcraft, this is scientific. This is how we're going to overcome the evil cabal. This is how we're going to overcome Klaus Schwab and and all the overt people on the left that are trying to bring us into the great reset all right let's go further i'll be found at futureforecastinggroup.com the future forecasting group was recently assigned the target of the next financial crisis but the entire team was all distracted by overpowering images of a catastrophic event they all saw the same thing massive explosions with multiple points of impact small particles and debris falling from the sky people sick with cesium which is the most dangerous of all radioactive isotopes used so like a, a nuclear attack in dirty bomb scenarios or, okay dirty bomb typically dirty bombs are more of a something where somebody like they will blame maybe a terrorist group or whatever probably white christian men probably that's that's who they'll say orchestrated because that's the that's really the true source of all evil in the universe. We all know that by now. Um, and um, they're going to sneak into a city and plant a dirty bomb. Now, typically a dirty nuke device, if this does happen, and again, part of the reason I'm playing this is that I do believe they have big plans between now and the end of the year. I think they've got big plans between now and when you know Jesus comes back at the end of the tribulation. And I don't mean that to get into some kind of rapture debate we know jesus is coming back at the end of the tribulation for sure okay according to what the word of god says um whether you believe in pre-trib post-trib me-trib whatever that's that's a separate debate and i have done a whole teaching on that just can rapture tribulation anyway um this whole dirty bomb thing is typically not something that it will take out like maybe one city it isn't something like where it's going to take out the world. I mean, let's face it. If we have global 
thermonuclear warfare. Like, let's say, USA goes against Russia, against China. There's going to be nothing left. All life forms on the surface of the planet will pretty much cease to exist if we launch all of our nukes. Now, I don't see Bible for that. I do not see Bible for something like that. Maybe this is the start of World War III, what they're describing, if there is any validity. Because like I said, remember, psychics and witches and warlocks, you go to them, they do get it right a certain amount of time. Okay? I've seen it firsthand. I've, I've told you about the stuff that happened with my mom, with her going to psychics. Okay? And this is a big reason that she got into that stuff. Because she saw results and validity and they told her things that only a familiar spirit would know but to them it looks like oh this is miraculous see this is the truth this is the way to go and it's all a lie from the pit of hell okay so also i i would i would play something like this also to pray against it primarily so that it doesn't come to pass because i do believe the hand of god has moved back their timetable over and over and over and over again over the decades because like I said, their original plan was they wanted George Orwell's book 1984 to take place in real time in 1984. And we're not there and we're like way, way, way past 1984, obviously. Okay. So, I mean like 40 years almost. So God has moved the timetable back. Decades and decades. And there's no reason he can't do it again. Now, all the stuff though that the Bible says it's going to happen in, you know, Revelation and 2 Thessalonians 2 and Matthew 24 and Daniel and elsewhere. That will happen. Uh, so, but I don't see Bible for some big thermonuclear war that, you know, kills off 80% of the planet. That is something that would exceed anything even mentioned almost in Revelation as far as just human death toll. So that's, this is what I try to base everything off of is, is there Bible for it? Okay. All right, let's go further. They saw police checkpoints, people seeking shelter underground, and an exodus of sad-looking people. Remote viewing goes back in the written record for millennia and has been repeated in the current scientific record for decades. According to this body of work... Okay, so where, when he said... Let me play the last part again. I just, I want... Because when he said it's been whatever for the decades, what is the first thing they show? That remote viewing has been used. They throw up a picture of some yogi guy in a lotus position with a snake, a king cobra uh, snake behind him with three heads and two tails. He's sitting on the snake. So this is totally demonic. This is the picture they're showing up at InfoWars. And it says Yogi Sutras of Pantajali. They, okay, so this is supposed to make me feel warm and fuzzy about how remote viewing has been used for millennia. And I'm supposed to give validity to this as a Christian? No, this should be a gigantic red flag not to do it. You know, but evidently they think this gives it validity. For millennia. And has been repeated in the current scientific record for decades. Oh, wow. According yeah. to this body. And we know, we know science is typically always going to lead you, especially modern day science. The ones that, the ones that originally gave us Darwinism that believes that, you know, we came from monkeys and stuff. 
uh, that, oh, but the monkeys, where do they come from? Originally a rock, because the rain's raining on the rock, and, you know, oh, but what would happen if, oh, Big Bang. Oh, okay. So some rock was out in space billions of years ago and decided to explode out of nowhere, and then it created all the planets somehow, and then the rain rained on the rock planets for a long, long time, and then out of the primordial soup, lightning bolt hit, and then out of that lightning bolt, it somehow created life, and then those two-celled amoebas turned into whatever the lightning created the amoebas and then they slithered into the sea and then they turned into fish and then the fish grew legs and then they came up on dry land and then the fish became muskrats and then the muskrats became snow leopards and then the snow leopard eventually became a monkey and then the monkey became piltout man and then cro-magnum and then neanderthal and so on and so on yeah yeah that happened yeah absolutely 100%. I got no problem believing that just some random thing like that over billions of years happened. But see, it's very appealing to most people because in that scenario, no God is involved that created humanity. And therefore, there are no rules and I don't have to answer to a holy God at the end of this whole thing called life. That's why people don't would want to embrace evolution to a certain extent. I understand you could just be flat out brainwashed like in the public school system and maybe that's all you've ever known i get that yeah but i'm saying from a carnal standpoint from a man-centered debased sinful human standpoint eat live drink for tomorrow we die type standpoint that's why all right let's go further work most people are able to do this and this is why cliff yeah. Cliff High. We're going to talk about Cliff High next. His predictive linguistics program works. By reading the entirety of human language across the World Wide Web, the program will list repeated words and phrases in all languages, creating a macroscopic view of what everyone is talking about. So if all humans are psychic, whether they know it or not, then you would see it in the collective chatter, especially for traumatic events. The bigger the trauma, the more people would be emoting their anxiety online. And key words can be found, such as the word ejecta, which has been showing up in Cliff High's work, which shows the same event. My data had, has very... This, this is Cliff High. If you haven't heard him, and you probably have, if, you, if you're in alternative... There's... Not only am I warning about InfoWars once again, but I'm going to be warning about Cliff High, that JW guy that... I've played some of his videos, and especially if I've played videos of people in the past, I feel more compelled to warn about them uh, because I don't want to give a blanket endorsement of anybody, uh, but particularly when I see them doing things that are 100% unbiblical and satanic, then I really, really, really am going to go back and say, okay, to my listeners, give you a heads up here. This guy is doing some very, 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 very questionable things, and I need to give you a warning so we're going to be looking at that next rarely had this particular set of words show up in it and one of it was ejecta ejecta as well and, and that was in our remote viewing data like yeah predictive linguistics reveals a time frame of when a big event happens at the point in time when the tension language ends and the release language begins the tension language is the psychic awareness before an event and the release language is the event itself as everyone is made aware. 
Based on this, Cliff High sees this event happening near the end of the year. Both the Predictive Linguistics and the Future Forecasting Group saw that this was a decision that was made by some faction of government. And they propose that if enough eyes are on the powers that be, then maybe it will never happen. We are in this period of time that I call uncertainty, okay? And throughout, so from here to the event is an uncertain period of time in which we will feel uncertainty as we move towards this event. But I'm of the opinion that we can do things now that will alter the potential future that would arise. And so people out there, if we, I'm of the Well, I, I agree, and that would be prayer and fasting and maybe educating others and whatever God will convict you to do. But this guy is a devil, a deluded, deceived, godless devil. And I'm going to show you that. I'm not, I'm not slandering. I'm speaking fact. <laughs> I mean, he's openly admitted it. I'll let you hear it right out of his own mouth. Why would I want to follow him regarding something like this? Regarding something that's literally prophetic. I mean, the false prophets that we have nowadays are legion in the so-called Christian church. Okay? Okay. <laughs> They're bad enough. Why would I want to follow some guy who's overtly at war with God, essentially, that wants nothing to do with God or the Bible, and go with his demonically deluded predictions of a prophetic nature? I don't want to have anything to do with this devil. Opinion that if we got enough people to talk about this and know about this, it would make uh, both of us into both. Okay, so, oh, he just about cusses there, sorry. And again, yeah, he cusses a lot. So, um, why would I want to use this guy? Okay. Oh, so we're going to talk about it and do the... Okay, to a certain extent, I get that part. But again, he's coming at it from the most godless angle you could, which is what you would expect from him. So, I did a teaching on um, April 10th, 2012 called Remote Viewing Exposed and Jesus Christ's Existence proven as a historical and biblical fact okay so i give you the link to that or just key in remote viewing at contendingfortruth.com there's other places i've talked about it but this was more of a teaching where i had more of a little dedicated part on that um okay so along these lines the next report is um from all news pipeline Okay, one of the ones that I've, I've used some of their reports over the years. Uh, they typically do a pretty good job of taking a lot of different events that we're facing and condensing them into a given particular document that we can go off and look at. Okay, This... Um, they just put this out not too long ago. Globalist planned world-changing event seen by Cliff High of the WebBot Project and growing number of future forecasters, okay, which, again, they call them future forecasters because they're trying to bait you into the report and get you to see this as credible and as something that we don't want. There's no red flags given about really i mean yeah they kind of give the oh i don't know if, if if i buy all this and that type of they're not exposing it like a live devil okay they're not doing that they're they're being pretty wishy-washy i i read 
the report enough of the report to know that they're being very very wishy-washy and yeah you know we're going to report on this because you know and this may be valid and you know and listen i'm not saying my, myself that we might not have a lot of cataclysmic things between now and the end of the year okay but i didn't need cliff high to tell me that i can see the handwriting on the wall which is actually also a biblical term in daniel um but again all news pipeline is not so subtly pointing their viewers toward cliff high toward remote viewing just like Infowars is by promoting these types of reports so this this is entitled globalist planned world changing events seen by cliff high of the Webbot web bot project and growing number of future forecasters this is the way they're whitewashing it now they're remote viewers they're essentially participating in witchcraft to do this okay warning of coming cataclysms and end time catastrophe for humanity so my comment on this was the end result of this report is the promotion of the delusional new age scammer cliff high and multiple remote viewers that the alex jones channel is also in alignment with the guy that wrote this is alan barton from all news pipeline regarding and this is what he says okay not what i say but this is what he's saying alan barton Regarding Cliff High, personally, I have a hard time following his style of presentation as it usually involves a mystic or irrational assumptions. Okay, again, you've even stated it right out of your mouth, right off the get-go. Why would you even give this guy any credence? Why would you even... Why? You yourself are saying that he's mystic and irrational. But that aside, that all that leaven aside... A little bit of bad doctrine, Jesus Christ warned, beware the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees, which is their doctrine, because a little leaven, a little bad doctrine, leaven at the whole lump, it only takes a little bit of yeast to make the whole ball of dough rise. It usually involves mystic or rational assumptions. And then here's what he says about himself. Wow, what a what a doozy. Let me just read this sentence again and then in, in context, in totality. This is from Alan Barton. Regarding Cliff High, I personally have a hard time following his style of presentation as it usually involves mystic or irrational assumptions. And then he says this about himself. Strange for someone who is so very intelligent. What? What did you just say? I mean, if that doesn't reek of humility at a level I don't think I've ever seen. I don't know what does. Oh, I meant to say the opposite, I mean reek of pride and arrogance. He says that, I mean, that by itself is such a gigantic red flag and shows me this guy has no level of humility whatsoever. The Bible says in Romans 12, 3, for I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. But to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Oh, well, I seriously, seriously doubt this guy would even call himself a Christian. I don't know. So I seek out. Oh, so, so then this guy, this Allen guy goes on to say, so I seek out what I want. What I want. Oh, what your heart wants, I guess. What your heart which is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked wants evidently what i want 
by fast forwarding through much of his videos and speeding through his written word looking for bits of interesting stuff even though it's all couched in witchcraft and lies because cliff high's got it wrong so many times it boggles the mind but it's just like the people that keep going after the same false prophets over and over again in, in the christian space people will still email me stuff and and i'll be like you realize that's a total false prophet and then i'll give them a gigantic word doc like jonathan conjob or mark taylor the fireman guy or who i mean you know i don't i don't know of any that are in the christian main particularly like tbn guys and show me one that's a, that's a real true prophet if he was he wouldn't be on tbn okay um that's the norm okay so the bible says first corinthians 5 6 your glorying is not good know ye that a little leaven leaven not the whole lump okay again just a reiteration of what i i said there now going further um we've got this report okay and i entitled it cliff high exposed and debunked a false prophet scammer for the masses many in alternative media promoting this devil hear cliff high's blasphemous views on religion and god so you're going to hear it right out of his own mouth okay cliff high openly calls himself a schizophrenic which is a mental demonic mental disorder characterized by continuous or relapsing episodes of psychosis major symptoms include hallucination hallucinations which means you're hearing typically they're hearing voices delusions and disorganized thinking okay so what does the bible say the bible says in james 1 8 a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways you couldn't get much more double-minded than a schizophrenic okay now i'm not saying if somebody like had childhood trauma and demons went into them and they became a schizophrenic i i understand that i'm not condemning them i'm not judging them i don't want to use them as a as my uh one of my primary um news sources that i'm basing my life off that's for sure and he openly proclaims this about himself with so many opportunists coming out every day using the best of our technological platforms, I think the time is now for this awareness video. Now, this was back in 2017 when people were exposing him. Okay? So this is like six years ago. Over six. Um, the 2017 year of the internet scam artist. This is Cliff High got the award in 2017 from this guy. This first video identifies Cliff High, a particularly... Um, Inner internet personality who has used the sale of his prophetic predictive linguistic software and web bot reports based on endless apocalyptic predictions and financial commodities to entice people to buy various goods including his, his reports and then lose money in this video i show you his real personality and that he is not interested in the well-being of people he is constantly arrogant rude his ideas are unbalanced and exaggerated including the claim that there is no god beyond death no, no God beyond death. I'm going to see that in the next report as well. Oh, let me see where I left off here. Oh, because his vast experience of going to the afterworld has proved him right. Oh, so he, what did he do? Like astral projection stuff or, or remote viewing and this type of stuff? Yeah, it's, it's along those lines. 
oh, so, you know, all these people that have these near-death experiences and they go out of their body and they, they see a light and they're not saved and they're not a Christian and they, they are like, oh, yeah, you don't go to heaven or hell. You go to the light. I was a good person, so I just, therefore, I'm going to go. And so then they go back in their body. God gives them a second chance. And then they go around telling everybody, oh, well, there's, you know, this is my experience. Therefore, it overrides anything the Bible would ever say. Obviously, my heartfelt experience totally negates the word of God, obviously, for this one person. Now, there's millions of these people. And then there's all these shows promoting the same garbage on TV. Key and near-death experiences in the keyword search box at continuefortruth.com, where I've done different teachings exposing this and the lie that that is from the pit of hell and how that's going to be used to take many, many people into hellfire. Believing in near-death experiences in all of their accounts more than they would the word of God. So I'm reluctant to look at dreams and this type of stuff because I, so much of the time when I have watched those videos in the past, it does not line up with the word of God. And I'm not going to use their dreams or some prophetic vision of heaven or hell is my standard. Okay. Who knows who's really telling the truth and who's not. So I'm just going to fixate on the solid word and the rock of Christ Jesus in the King James Bible. That's what I'm going to fixate on. Okay. As my standard, as my rock of truth. That's where I'm going to be. But I mean, you, you can, there's a flavor of everything in the week out there and all of that those realms and then now you got remote viewing and you've got astral projection and all this other stuff they're to me they're distractions uh so he's he's has this vast experience of going into the afterworld and, and that has proved him right well why because the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it he who trusteth in his own heart is a fool and cliff High is a great example of that I mean, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs 14, 12, and 16, 25. But seems right to cliff high. Well, the end thereof are the ways of death. So he goes on to say, um, this goes on to say, I also show how he manipulated his older predictions into fresh ones for the current day to enforce his status of having a trustworthy product. Plus so much more, uh, such as his failed 2013 global coastal event. So these are false things. These are false prophetic things that he said was going to happen according to his web bot, remote viewing, predictive programming, whatever he's doing. He failed in 2003 to predict a global coastal event, a 2016 stock market crash, a 2017 stock market crash, 2017 earthquakes from Alaska uh, to the mid-USA, Rivers in the sky, he evidently predicted, levitating forklifts in Antarctica. Um, now, remember, this is in 2017. This, this should have all happened by now if this was all. No, none of it's happened because he's a lying, false, satanic prophet for the masses. Not for really, I mean, you know, sure, he'll, he'll if, if a Christian would believe him, he has no problem you coming into but this is, he's more for the New Agers and the masses. Okay, Cliff High. Um, and then, um, oh, then also the prediction that the sun will not be yellow, any, yellow anymore. It will be blue. 
So these are just some of the false prophetic things that this devil Cliff High has predicted. And this was exposing him back in 2017. Do you think he's repented since then? Do you think? No, he's just doubled and tripled and quadrupled down like most false prophets do. In the Christian realm, in the wherever realm. It's what they do. And their listeners, for the most part, like a dog that returns to its own vomit, they keep going back for more and more and more. Because it tickles their ears and they love it. And they forget about all the other false prophecies and just go back for more. Because they have a lot invested in this guy at this point, you know? He'll get it right one of these days. Come on. See why I'm doing the study? This needs to be told. I mean, this this applies to a lot of things. This is we're talking about Cliff High right now, but this is a broad thing. You need to apply this to anyone that will call themselves a prophet, prophet or prophetess. What's their batting average? If it's not a thousand percent, if they're Christian, then don't listen to them. If anything they're saying is totally unbiblical and they're still getting it right all the time, again, I've yet to see that. Don't listen to them. Going further, and now how he claims to be a schizotypical personality schizotypical personality not sure why he believes this claim is supposed to instill confidence in his customers and business partners he is actually a narcissistic personality and so much more and demon possessed the toenails i would add in now there's a video there that you can watch i can't play the whole thing if you want to get the whole thing but i'm going to play this one video two two videos i'm just going to play the one and um, you're going to hear it right out of his own mouth what this devil believes, essentially. Let me just make sure the volume's right. Do you have a religion? No, I don't have a religion. No. I mean, I'm not. Uh, okay, so I'm not a, a joiner. Okay so, okay, so he's not a joiner. He's not like all of us who are Christians who, who needed to join a religion. He's better. That's what he's not so subtly implying. He's better because he's got it all figured out. Oh, Cliff, schizophrenic Cliff, who's got it wrong, you know, probably a thousand different times and laughing all the way to the bank. Schizophrenic, double-minded devil who's demon-possessed to the toenails. He's not a joiner, though. He's better than us. Just remember that, guys. Take my mails. Uh, I'm I'm a schizotypical, so schizotypicals are isolated. Oh, okay, he's so a schizotypical. He's a schizophrenic, with all the 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 delusional things and hearing voices in the head and on the hallucinations and, you know, yeah. Well, I'm sure he hears a lot of voices from all those demons that are in constant communication with him. And again, here's a guy glorying in his shame, and people still follow him. Thing people don't know about schizophrenics is that schizophrenics have a tendency to put out pheromones that make people uncomfortable around them. So individual That may be true, but you're also, they're probably also sensing all the demons that are inf infesting you to like a gigantically high degree. And it's not just your pheromones, Cliff. It's all the demons in you that will repulse people that are around you because they're like, you're going to creep them out. And people can sense that when you're there. They can't sense it as much when you're online because they're not in close proximity to you. But you ever get around somebody that you're like, man, I don't know what it is about that guy or that lady. I got to get away from them. 
especially when you're in their physical presence, okay? He's self-admitting that is the case with him. He's justifying it, but he's self-admitting that. No red flags here at all, though. It's not of my family, could not stand being around my brother because he put out pheromones that, that basically caused them to freak out. So a lot of mentally... Again, he's not addressing the demonic component at all. He's just blaming it on pheromones. ...produce stuff in their sweat that makes us feel bad around them. And if you ever encounter an emotionally disturbed individual in the street... Well, he's emotionally disturbed, so... ...close enough to them, you will feel that that reason to back off. Yeah, it's more way, way, way more demonic than it is pheromones, but whatever. Pheromone. And so... These, he's got to have some justification. He's demon-possessed of the toenails. He's got to have some justification for why people are so repulsed by him when he gets in their presence. No red flags again. Um, issues with schizophrenics are formative in terms of, you know, how, how we relate to people and so on, right? So it was not in the nature of my family to be, be joiners just because of that and i am a sigma male so i'm not a joiner so i would not have a religion oh so see he's got it all figured out he's gonna tell you why you know he's not a christian in particular sense of um uh belonging to an organization that way and i do not count religion the org which is the organized um discussion and and analysis of a uh, uh, an understanding, a philosophical or spiritual understanding, as being that spiritual understanding. So I live in the woo. I've always lived in the woo, right? So in in my world, so he I, lives in the woo. The woo. I mean, I don't understand why everybody's not following this guy. I I honestly think that the more I hear him, the more I think my listeners should abandon me and just go after this guy because obviously old cliff here he's got me he's got me and every other every other person alternative media beat on every single level he see he transcends good and evil old cliff he's not held to those constraints at all he's he's beyond that he's beyond good and evil which is something you'll hear a lot of luciferians actually say go by that old and I don't even know where it appears, but that old Christian saying that um, a man's self is God. Okay, mm. so in yourself, in yourself yeah. is God. Okay, so again, that's another common theme of we're all gods. And in, in, again, it's the whole lie in the Garden of Eden, you shall be as gods. And we're going to go from the old world order into the new world order. And a lot of different false, fake religions will say, oh, you're... Um, you're your own God, therefore, you know, you decide your destiny and, and you're the one in control when that's not true at all. You're hanging over hell by a thread is really the reality. But see, that appeals to man's um, prideful side. That appeals to man's, um, I don't have to ever be accountable to a holy God. And I looked up the whole thing about Sigma males because see, he tries to come off like he's really, really above the fray and he's so intelligent and he's so much better than you. Um, Sigma male is a slang term in the masculinistic subcultures for a popular, successful, but highly independent and self-reliant man. So see, he's independent. He's self-reliant. He relies on himself. He's going to rely, he's not going to be reliant on himself when he plunges into hellfire. 
but he's reliant on self in this time that he is he's living here and he thinks that he is leading you evidently in a very 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 good direction even though he's a total false new age prophet and he gets it right wrong way 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 more than he ever gets it right okay uh, but he is going to ignore all that about himself in hopes that you don't do your homework now this guy is not like rare he's more the norm from what i'm seeing increasingly in anything that's alternative people like him are very very common i have gone to some great examination into um examining reality some great thought into examining reality and i've come up with a theory that i call the wooble and this wooble explains wooble oh so his theory is called the wooble okay i'm all ears magnetism at a way that no physicist in quantum mechanics or anything can explain magnetism and i can measure the the explanation there's a part of my magnetism theory that i that has a measurement in it and i can make that measurement that validates that theory it proves itself okay the underlying core of that of that theory is that the reality we live in is a vibratory reality like nikola tesla says frequency is everything vibration is everything well we are vibrating at 22 trillion times a second we are vibrating into existence and out of existence 22 trillion times a second into existence and out of existence okay and in between each of those vibrations into existence is a gap that the meditators call the void Ooh. and i'm a deep zazen meditator and i've closed oh so he's a deep zazen meditator or whatever okay so he's again this is where you invite empty your mind and essentially it's where you get good and demon infested okay it's why the devil wants you to do the transcendental meditation so much come close to touching the void Ooh. and i know it exists and this void is a space where there is non-existence it happens so fast our minds are not aware of it at any conscious level but wow, they, isn't he intelligent isn't isn't he so above the fray and and better than us i mean why wouldn't you want to follow a guy like this even though he does get it wrong like you know 99 percent of the time do they are aware of it and i will tell you right now that there is one thing and one thing only that that causes us to recreate our bodies 22 trillion times a second i mean to, it, it, again really Really? I mean, I'm just supposed to accept everything spewing out of this devil's mouth, evidently, is truth? Jump the gap of the void, so to speak. And that one thing is consciousness. So in my understanding of reality, and if you go look at my video called Just Another Woo Cult. Okay, and again, this is how cults get started. He says, Just Another Woo Cult. Okay, again, great example of the cult of Cliff High. The religion cult of Cliff High. How many members does he have? See, Satan is like, you know, the Baskin Robbins of religions. He's got, you know, 50,000 different flavors of different religions out there, for argument's sake, let's say. All over the world of different things that he knows that this one little tiny niche will appeal to a certain amount of people if they find this particular niche. And it'll make them feel all warm and fuzzy and something will demonically resonate with them and they'll go into that death cult and then plunge straight into hellfire when they're dead. Unless they get saved. Okay? Cliff High is just one more... Um, he operates just one more satanic Baskin-Robbins devil death cult for you to partake of. That's his flavor. This goes on all over the world 
and it's just increasing. And again, this is, I think, part of the strong delusion that 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 talks about. It's the norm. It's not normal to actually um, have a true, right relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and be trusting only in his death, burial, and resurrection, his shed blood on the cross, his finished work on the cross as your sole source of salvation. That's not normal in today's day and age. Okay? And this more is the norm. Now, there's thousands of examples of devils like Cliff High and devil cults and devil, different religions that do something very, very similar. They just have their own little different various modes of operation. ...to these various frequencies. But if you go all the way down to 22 trillion times a, a, a second and touch through the gap, you touch consciousness that is there, that exists in permanency. That is what people call God. Okay, so I know I live in that consciousness. Oh, so, so he lives with God because he's had all these supposed, I don't know, out-of-body, afterlife experiences. Even though it's totally contradictory to the word of God, what he's saying I'm going to drop everything I've ever believed and just go with this demon-infested devil. That makes, yeah, that's that's a solid game plan. For me, I, I've never felt the need for a religion. No, but it's... it's Again, it's, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof the ways of death. That's perfect example of a good old Cliff High there. Reassuring to have confirmation that, that, that God, as, as we call him, exists oh reassuring so we needed cliff high to reassure us that god exists we just can't look up into the sky every morning and praise the lord jesus christ for our bodies for our eyes that function for you know the fact that we can exchange oxygen through our lungs that we're living for the gravity under our feet for the roof over our head and all of the different things that would go into making us be able to live on this planet that did not occur by chance no we need cliff high to be the one that gives us that validation reassuring i mean and it just shows you how deluded this devil is because he's smiling because in cliff's version there's no god you have to be accountable to there's none cliff lives with his god supposedly he's and he's going to delude his followers into thinking oh that sounds pretty good to me i don't have to answer to a holy god at the end of life you know sounds pretty dark pr pretty good to me yeah well that that is going to appeal to a lot of people absolutely I think that's cool. I, but, and, okay, so I've had confirmation in another way, much more uh, striking and brutal, and that is that I've died in this body three times in this life. Okay, so again, we're going to hear that in the next video doing that guy, JW. People that have had these, again, near-death experiences, um, they supposedly died, and then they went out of their body, and because they didn't get plunged straight into hellfire, because God gave them a second chance, for whatever reason, because I believe it's his will that not one would perish and that all would come to repentance like the word of God says, well, then they automatically believe that, well, it's not like the Bible would say because I've done it, been there. Uh, you didn't get the full experience. You came back into your body. You only saw a sliver of what was going on. And again, the devil is very adept at deceiving. Key in my study on near-death experiences. You can key that phrase in. At contendingfortruth.com, talked a lot, did a whole, done whole studies 
or mostly on on that particular subject in this body's life i have perished three times most recently was on friday the 13th uh july high satanic holiday in 2018 when i perished of colon cancer they took a colon cancer out of me that was five centimeters by five centimeters by four centimeters it had blocked my intestine and i had lost 50 pounds in the course of less than six months and i perished and in that perishing I had the same experience that I'd had the previous two times of dying. And so I've had three times as a trend. And so I know that that's what happens when I die. And so, oh, so, I, so he knows that, and then he can, he's got his own little Bible, the cliff high Bible. That's going to tell you that this is what's going to happen to you when you die, even though it totally contradicts the word of God, because it's been your experience. Then that's the only truth that really does matter in the universe is whatever happened to cliff high. So you, you got more chances to be the deceiver that you were born to be, evidently. A confirmation that death is not the end. Right. Oh, it's not the end. I agree with him on that. Right. And is it is it better, the, the world that we, we go to after huh. after death? Oh. Better, we have to be careful about words. Better, better, how do you define better and so on? It is different. It, there is no fear. There is no... There's, there's plenty of good stuff about it, and it's different. It is simply part of what we're doing. And Again, so no acknowledgement of the Lord Jesus Christ. No acknowledgement of Father God. No nothing. Just some weird, nebulous, cliff-high version of the afterlife. In my understanding, what happens is that you die, and you, if you are of a sufficiently... Um, uh, deep understanding or accurate understanding you are presented with the image of the mechanism okay so it's works it's works based if you have enough understanding if you're just smart enough about this kind of stuff you're presented with let's just back it up a hair okay and the bible says you're saved by grace through faith and that not of yourselves not of works lest any man should boast we're not saved by works we're not saved by being intelligent enough to get into heaven okay we're saved by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, and it's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Okay, so again, total contradiction of the word of God. You are presented with the image of the mechanism of reality as it exists. Otherwise, you're presented with what may be described as an uh, artificial reality. Oh, okay, so if you're not smart enough, you get the artificial reality. If you are smart enough, intelligent enough, you get the mechanism of whatever. Wow, that that is, uh, yeah, that's amazing, Cliff. I tell you, that is, uh, wow. Like the artificial reality that we're in now. Oh, in we're in an artificial reality. Probably a hologram, like I hear a lot of people say. Yeah, there's a lot of Bible for that too. Very difficult to tell the difference between this materium that we're in now and the artificial reality that presents itself after death. Oh, Cliff, you are so intelligent. You are just so... See, devils like this are hoping that their big talk and their whatever they call that, their, their you know, $10, $9 words or whatever that is, that that by like that sasha stone devil that i played not too long ago oh these these really big sounding words oh they're so intense and they're devils leading you to hellfire 
Satan's pretty intelligent too. I bet you he could talk a good game if he appeared to you right in front of you. I bet you he could really sound impressive. Well, it's no marvel if Satan can be transformed into what appears to be an angel of, of light, according to what the word of God says, that his ministers, Satan's ministers, be transformed into what appears to be ministers of righteousness. But they're not. They're the exact opposite. Cliff High is a minister of Satan. Most people, that is the case. Myself, I've died so many times and have lived so many times that I'm... Oh, live some... Oh, so here we get into the reincarnation thing. The great wheel of karma. The Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die, but after this, the judgment. The reason that Cliff High thinks he's lived so many times is not only for whatever out-of-body stuff he's probably went through that have been... My mom had this stuff happen to her, too. She, my, I remember my mom came back one time and from i think one of these psychics and the psychic had convinced my mom that she was like a little dutch boy that lived in like the uh i don't even know what time era beforehand and i mean at the time i wasn't a christian so i mean i'm like okay okay um you understand that these demons they live through time they don't die okay so they go from one person and then that person dies and they go to another person now, let's say they were in a person, they got saved and they got cast out. Okay, well, then the Bible talks about, Jesus talks about that they go into a dry place seeking, you know, and then they seek a body to inhabit. They're always trying to inhabit a body. But they bring those experiences from the other people with them. So when it comes to this kind of stuff and you go into some kind of psychic or whatever, those demons can con job you into believing that oh you were a little dutch boy from the 17 whatever hundreds and your name was this and you did this and you you didn't live a long life maybe you died of this and it sounds really impressive and maybe the information that the demon brought is actually totally 100 accurate but it's not because you lived a former life it's because you got multiple familiar spirits or maybe one in you that was in another person Whatever it takes to get you into hellfire is what Satan would tell you, is what Satan is trying to do. At that point where I'm interacting with it on the mechanistic level. So I do not experience or see what others would necessarily see. It is not a ubiquitous um, experience for all. And in fact, I can assure you that everyone who dies has a personal experience of, he of heaven. Oh, no, no, you are a liar from the pit of hell there, old Cliff. A real lie. Absolutely perfect existence of timeless joy in heaven. I can assure you that this does indeed exist, but it is far more complicated than that statement. But would... the gospel's simplistic. It's not complicated. He's making it to be this convoluted, whatever weird version of, again, a double-binding man is unstable in all his ways. He's demon-possessed the toenails. He's a schizophrenic. He's even told you that. He's full of devils. But he, he likes to speak in these nice, high, and lofty terms to deceive his followers. And it helps when you speak in those high and lofty terms when you get so many prophetic things you say wrong for them to ignore all the other stuff you got wrong because, oh, he speaks so, so intelligently. He's got to be walking in truth. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Going further, okay? Remote viewing, astral projection exposed. 
testimony video. This is Russ Dizdar interviews John, this guy named John, about remote viewing or astral projection. Okay, so again, this is the basis for like what Cliff High is doing, what these six guys are doing that are predicting the end of the year, like we, you know, InfoWars is pushing these future forecasters like all news pipeline is saying that they are and i'm sure many other people in alternative media that maybe would call themselves christians are promoting these devils okay so again this is russ Dizdar interviewing a former remote viewer john uh asking what is remote viewing what does the remote viewer tap into now this is a almost an hour and a half long video i can't i've got to give you the cliff note version but I give you the link. You can listen to the whole thing if you like. Uh, everybody hearing John all right tonight? Want to welcome John tonight? I'm not sure, John, whether you have the chat room up or not, but uh, sometimes you'll get folks giving you direct comments and so forth. Sounds like they're all hearing everything really good, and uh, everything's going to be recorded, archived, and put out even after this live show tonight. John, uh, listen, uh, you and I have been talking. You and I have been uh, conversing a little bit. Uh, I'm very grateful for the um, contact you made, very grateful that we've been able to begin to uh, connect and talk. Tonight is all about remote viewing. I've already told the audience that uh, you have a professional and paid background in this field, but we're going to mainly let John... To, he's going to tell his own story. We have a number of questions we're going to put up, and we're asking those in the chat room that you would also get ready to put some questions up. So tonight, John, are you, you feel ready tonight? You feel ready to do this? I'm happy to be here, Russ. I'm ready to go. All righty. All right. Sounds good. Sounds very good. Well, let's begin with this. And tonight we're just saying, John, and tonight there might be questions that come up, and I've already told John ahead of time that uh, because we're going to spread this out over next week and the week after, that there might be questions that he might put off to another time, another date, and that's going to be absolutely fine. So it's very important we do this too. Uh, we're looking at more and more into the live chat room tonight, and John Howard works. There's a lot of people that listen live and just observe the chat room. There are those that get involved in the chat room, some of those that I've known from the show in the past, and they might be throwing some questions up, too. So, John, remote viewer, broad question. Um, we're going to go into how and why and what. Let's, let's, let's deal with this, John. How did you get involved? How did you get involved with remote? Maybe, maybe say this. Why don't you tell you from you? Know, I could say from my perspective, but from yours, what is yeah. remote viewing? What is remote viewing? You know, it's such a broad term that, you know, the average psychic now can post a lawn and a sign in his front yard and say, uh, you know, remote viewer, you know, and they're just the psychic who's, you know, reading a crystal ball or a tea leaves. What I was trained in was called controlled remote viewing, and, and you know as well as I don't know if some of the listeners will know that this is something that the Army did as a classified project for many years uh, under different names, Stargate, Sea uh, Lane, Center Lane, um, this was something our government did for a long time uh, under wraps. Um, they originally found out that the oh, they still are. I mean, they made a whole movie about it. The men that stares, at, the men who stare at goats with George Clooney. That's a whole movie on it. They're openly admitting to how they were using it in the in military applications, and um, yeah, that whole movie is just about this exact thing. Since we're doing it, and in an effort to catch up with espionage, and they thought if the Russians were doing it, we better look into it. 
and that was in the early 70s. Um, what happened after that is we started, our government, our Army, started a remote viewing unit, which was classified. Nobody knew anything about it. They went about that for about 12 years, 13 years before it eventually got shut down and became public in 1995. I took training from a gentleman who was in that unit, who was a first-generation person, um, very, very intelligent man, um, very smart guy. Um, so I was trained in controlled remote viewing, which is they they defined it as a scientific protocol by where you could use your psychic abilities to garner information of a person, place, event. Uh, either in the past, in the present, or in the future. And we were trained, I was trained specifically for, uh, like I say, under controlled remote viewing, which has strict protocols. And we can get into that later on, what those protocols do and how they work. But basically, um, now I guess I guess I forgot the original question. Um, no, I was trained for control, control remote viewing, and that was, like I say, that was from the original declassified Army project. Um, you know, it's the real deal. It's not somebody reading tea leaves or crystal balls or anything else. This is something that they took to Ingle Swan, uh, created the protocols for it years ago. And this is the, the what Ingle Swan did is he came up with the protocols so the average army person could learn how to be psychic. And that's how that's how he originally came up with it. Um, but like we had talked about, Russ, and you had brought about, I'm sure the the audience is familiar with your background with uh, transcendental meditation and, and, and that sort of sort of thing. And what it does is it creates a passive state whereby information comes into the remote viewer where he's sitting down at a table with paper and pen, and he's able to write down, you know, the images, the thoughts, the different things that come into the person sitting down at the table. Now, it's very seductive, Russ, in that by the very term controlled remote viewing, you know, you you feel like you're in control of the process. Um, and only, you know, after you've been in this for a number of years, do you realize it's anything but that. You're not in control of how the information comes in. You're not in, you're not in control of, you know, how it happens, where it happens, um, you know, any, anything of that nature. Um, so it's very seductive in that it starts out, it strokes your ego, it lets you think you're in charge, it lets you do things that the ordinary person on the street can't do or isn't aware of, and it strokes your ego and it gets you. Like I say, it starts out starts out you know simple and starts out you know it doesn't put all the cards on the table so to speak. But as you get into that's how most of witchcraft is. It's it's always going to bait you in with you know all the little shiny trinkets of oh this is good this is. You're going to be a better person. You're going to have power. You're going to have this or that. You'll, you'll gain money. You'll gain knowledge. You'll gain whatever you're after. And then once you get in, the further you get in, you start to realize, oh, this is uh, this is bad. This is not good. But then you get to a point where a lot of people think they can't get out because they're it's like they're demonically trapped. For a number of years, you start realizing that this information is only coming from one of two places. And I was fortunate enough in my background that I had a conservative Christian background. And uh, a woman told me before I got into this, a good friend of mine said, you know, John, we know from the Bible that this information is either coming from one or two places. Right. It's either coming from the Holy Spirit, from God. Exactly. Or it's coming from the other side. You know, we both know where that is. Right. From the devil. And the 
thing that always really stuck in my craw, the thing that always really bothered me, and I ignored this, and I overlooked a lot of things when I was taking the training, was that the information is never 100% accurate. Right. I don't care how good you get. Exactly. I mean, the, the first-generation remote viewers might have that one session where they hit a home run and score 100%, but it is so incredibly rare. Uh, I think we talked, Russ, and, and I... That's why they got to have that, that team of collaborating, the six different guys, because, you know, they just take, like, basically, if whatever they can all maybe agree upon or maybe even four out of the six of them that can agree because they're 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 not going to and they never get it right it shows you it's not of god if it was of god it would be 100 percent accurate all the time and you wouldn't need six different people to collaborate on a project you would just have a true uh true prophet of god giving you god's truth and it's not you know, like in the Bible where it would have like one king would have like a hundred prophets and then there'd, there'd be like, well, what about, is there anyone else that could, and it would be like one prophet that was actually true and he'd give you the truth and all the other ones were false and they were giving you all lies, which is again, that we, we've, we've come full circle and that's the norm now is the vast majority are just liars and they're not hearing from God. The best session I've ever done was 99%. I never hit a hundred percent. Right. And, you know, we know biblically speaking that, you know, in the Old Testament, if somebody prophesied, you know, the Lord said, you know, if that prophecy doesn't come come to fruition, you know, that person was put to death. Yep. Yeah. And that's how serious the Lord takes this kind of thing. And that, you know, that was one of the things that always bothered me about it. And there's other things that we can talk about later, you know, as, you know, as, as we get into this a little more, some of the other things that came up. But, um, you know, that's, that, that's, the, that's the starting starting point for us, so... Where would you like to take it from here, Ross? Well, very good. I think that, um, you know, and a lot of the listeners will know, and more and more folks are knowing about remote viewing. They're seeing films. Suspect Zero was out. There are some other films that involved that. But, again, the U.S. government spending millions. Again, the men who stare at goats. Involved, and uh, some believe that the projects have continued. And, and uh, also occurred not just in, Star, in the Stargate projects, but, um, but in others. Uh, you mentioned uh, Ingo's... Okay, so he goes into the whole... He, they're going to get more into the history now and really break break it all down. And again, this goes another hour and 20 minutes. So, um, can't give give all that to you. I'd have to just do a dedicated study, and I got so much information I have to cover today. Now, along these lines, I want to get into the next report. Okay, so uh, I, I, I've been playing some of this... Uh, videos from this guy, this JWTV as of late, okay, the Peruvian ones where those aliens invaded the Peruvian village, and, th and I'm not saying I wouldn't play play some video clips from him in the future either, just like I still glean from InfoWars from time to time, um, but I have to issue this warning regarding this guy, he is teaching it is good for people to astral project out of their bodies while they sleep, okay, he's openly, and again, you never know you can listen to something from a person, obviously, and, and you're only getting one one-hundredth of what this person is all about. There's no way we can know everything about a given person with some, you know, five-minute soundbite off the internet. And a listener forwarded me this video. I was, I was planning on listening to it, and then when I did, I was absolutely shocked, okay? And I'll just, just so you know who I'm talking about, I'm going to play this guy's voice. And this is the video... It's while you're sleeping, everything will change that he released five days ago. And I'm not going to play the whole video. It's 18 minutes long, but it is really bad. 
what he's teaching his listeners. The next phase of warfare is in the realities that are in our mind. I find this to be highly important, just as you will, because companies are literally talking about how they want a piece of the dream reality. Okay, so this is all about dreams and this type. Of, I'm not going to play anymore. Okay, now, after I listened to this, I said this back to my listener. I said, JW is dangerous. I mean, he is going to lead people to hell dangerous. I mean, that's the kind of dangerous he is, implying that astral projection is something we need to aspire to. Astral projection is even worse than remote viewing, what we were just talking about. Astral projection is going out of your body. It's a whole other level of witchcraft. It is extremely bad, okay? It's horrible. Like we as a human race, basically he's implying like we as a human race are being held back because we can't do these things. That is one of the highest powers in witchcraft and multiple witches have been trying to come to my house and I'm talking about myself via astral projection. JW is extremely deluded and he is not a Christian. I have talked about this subject here just, again, can't astral projection at contendingfortruth.com. I can't. It's too vast of a subject for me to even try to cover now. But I've had multiple witches try to come into this house to kill us. Okay. Or, you know, I'm pretty sure it was kill. And the only thing that protected us was the Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood. She She replied back to me. And she said, okay, so now I'm reading some of the comments below this video that I just started playing, okay, that JW left, and that's the guy talking, I guess JW, and I am developing some serious rage. Seriously, he does not know what he's talking about. It is the total opposite of what he is saying. You become full of fear when you do these things like he is saying that you should do. The person I know who has done this meaning, I guess, astral projection and going out of your body, is extremely fearful. See his comments. But see, he's saying this is going to take us into this grand new, new whatever, realm of existence where we're finally going to know the truth. Okay? Just like, you know, Greg Reese was teaching and Alex Jones is has been teaching and, you know, All News Pipeline is promoting these these types of people. Because it's it's when you're when you're promoting remote viewing, you're just one notch away from astral projection. Okay, it's it's all horrible. So she screenshotted some of the comments below the video, and she sent them to me, and I, I posted them in here. He said, "Watch a movie called Awake." So I looked that up on on the internet, and it's some Netflix thing that's pretty recent. And it's about dream states, and I looked at the plot, and the plot is totally based on lies and demonic and horrible okay it's just total unbiblical garbage and he's telling his listeners you got to watch this movie awake i don't even want to try to give you the plot it's so convoluted and weird and horrible and it ends horribly too i'm like oh yeah this is so biblical i, I mean I definitely we all need to watch this movie or we're all gonna you know not be enlightened i guess and then he goes on to say um, once you, well, I'm sorry. One of his listeners said, 
watch a movie called Awake. He responds, once you become aware you are dreaming, you can leave those nightmares and go where you want. They can't control us. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's the solution, right, JW? And then he see it, and then he says, I used to force myself to get up to. I, I used to force myself to get up to, but actually, once you get over the fear, you can travel outside of your body. This is astral projection. Once we get beyond the fear, we can astral project, according to JW here. Okay. And then some, someone says, you're 100% correct. We are on the precipice of finding out our true reality. Now, see, this is a very big theme that you will see a lot in the lying UFO movement, in the New Age movement, in the alternative movement, that we're right on this precipice. And really what it is, is that we're right on the precipice of going from the old world order into the new world order where we shall be as gods. And we will finally know the truth and we'll finally take hold of our true callings and identities. But see, they're trying to hold us back. The New World Order cabal, they're trying to, hold, I'm not saying they're not trying to hold us back, okay? But the way the alternative movement and the New Agers and these types of people are saying that we're going to get there is also a total lie. It's New Age lies, okay? We're right on the precipice of finding our true reality and they're terrified of that because they can't control us. In the base reality. Oh, they love they they would love for you to pursue all this stuff, thinking that you're doing God's service when you're just becoming totally demon infested by go by doing things like remote viewing and astral projection. This is just a lie from Satan. And then JW ends by saying, Yeah, this reality we are in is where they try to hide all the truths, but it's quickly falling apart. Base reality cannot be hidden from us once we open our mind and leave the body. So we got to astral project in order to really find out the truth. Astral projection is one of the quickest ways also to age you. You rapidly age when you astral project. Okay, when you're out, it's not natural. It's well known with witches that the longer they're outside their body, they will age rapidly. And he's saying that once we leave the body in good health, when it's the exact opposite. So I just want to issue this warning about this guy because he's deluded and um, I don't want anybody thinking that, uh, you know, he's somebody that you want to be following. So my comment was, and again, I just, I said these verses, these are some verses that came to me regarding JW, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death, Proverbs 28, 26, he that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. But whoso walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. J.W. is not walking wisely. Okay, Cliff High is not walking wisely. Greg Reese and Alex Jones are not walking wisely. They're walking in their own heart. Or, they're, or, they're, or they just are out overt Luciferians sent to deceive. That wouldn't surprise me either. Just posing as your buddy. That wouldn't surprise me one bit either. And again, Jeremiah 17, 9 and 10, the heart, full, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. Okay, so we're, we are talking about, though, October 
November, December, this, you know, end of the year going into 2024. Okay. Cause that was the kind of the theme of the whole thing about, um, these remote viewers and cliff high and, and all the stuff they're seeing happen. And I'm not saying cataclysmic stuff couldn't be right around the corner, but again, I will try to present that in such a way that we can pray fast about these types of things, prepare however God sees fit, maybe warn others. I'm not going to go by their prognostications. I'm not going to say, oh, th this is going to happen uh, based on some demon-possessed devil who sees something, okay? When, you know, they get it right, like, or very, very rarely. But again, I'm not saying they don't have big plans, you know, for what's coming. So, kind of going back into that line of thought, the re next report and um, is just a brief thing. It's called, Globalists Have Another Shock Event Plan in the Pursuit of the Four Ds, which are digitization, dehumanization, destruction, and depopulation. The convergence of multiple red alert warnings is staring us in the face, all pointing to a major, quote, event of some type in the upcoming weeks or months. Whatever it is, this new catastrophe... For this new catastrophe will hasten the collapse of the old world order system, which has to be done to bring in the new world order. Okay. And it's the whole analogy is, oh, the Phoenix rising out of its own ashes. Okay. That's a very occult symbol. That's what it's symbolic of. Okay. The, the rebirth of in, of the old world order dying to, you know, birth the new world order. This new catastrophe will hasten the collapse of the old world order system, a collapse of economies and political structures that is already underway, paving the way for the Great Reset, as some call it, or the New World Order. I call it the beast system. Predicting the timing of such events is impossible, but I do believe we are looking at a major shock event happening roughly within the next three to nine months, a year at the most. Okay, and again, that's all speculation, okay? The reason is simple. The billionaire globalist oligarchs desire to bring about a situation which involves digitization of money and human human beings. Dehumanization, uh, humans replaced by transhuman hybrids. And I mean, again, this is not going to happen next week, but yes, do they want? Sure, sure they do. Yeah. And then um, destruction of all cultural norms, male, female genders, depopulation. Oh, and depopulation. That's the 40s of those deemed useless eaters. We are... The four Ds needed to bring about the total control of the, oh, I'm sorry. These are the four Ds needed to bring about total control that globalist technocrats seek to extend over all human behavior in a restructured world order run by artificial intelligence and based on the elimination of all fossil fuel usage by the common man or the non-oligarchs. So the four Ds are used to get to the fifth D and final D, which is dystopia. In the eyes of the globalist predator class, they would call it utopia. But for the rest of us, it will be a horrible dystopia. These globalist oligarchs will only be able to destroy so much of the old world order with COVID, and they need they need another big crisis to finish the job that they're achieving uh, um, in all their dystopian goals, which are encompassed in the Agenda 2030, sustainable development goals, you know, from who in the world, new world order or the United Nations. They've played language games reminiscent of the Orwellian newspeak to make us think that the SDGs will bring about utopia. In reality, the masses will be ushered into a nightmare of dystopia. If the globalists continue to pressure their minions in national and state capitals to enact Green New Deals and net zero campaigns, the masses will eventually wake up and come for the globalists. 
That awakening has already begun, and that is why it's urgent that they escalate a full-blown World War III scenario, which, in which includes famine, shortages, as soon as they possibly can. The window is closing on the King Charles-initiated Great Reset, and so it's time to double down on destruction and depopulation. If they don't, they will never get to full digitization and dehumanization and the end of human history. And again, I just wanted to read that just to kind of give a synopsis of things. That's more of a secular, not really a biblical look at what is coming. That's like doomsday, like God doesn't exist look, okay? Just so you know, that, that wasn't like, oh, this is what the Bible says. Obviously, there was no mention of God or Lord Jesus Christ or anything like that in that. But fairly decent secular synopsis, though. Okay, so another one. Red October is here. Just how many October surprises will the New World Order globalists try to pull off? No matter what happens during this red October month, the satanic elite always make good use of this month to prepare for their long-planned American Bolshevik revolution. What most don't realize is that October is often the month that the powers that be pull off many other captivating catastrophic events which are integral to the implementation of the New World Order agenda. As if the world did not have enough to fret about, here comes Russia staging a first-time nationwide nuclear exercise on October 3rd. Again, I've heard about this over and over and over again. Nuclear exercise. Oh, we're all going to die. We're all going to get nuked. We're all going to be gone. Again, I do not see Bible for global thermonuclear warfare. Now, maybe there will be some dirty bombs going off. I've talked about that a lot. But I think what you're going to see is the dirty bombs would be more of a city thing because a dirty bomb is typically not something that's going to take out anything more than a large city and maybe some of the surrounding areas. Now, I'm not saying that's not horrific, but I'm not talking it's like one of these, you know, thermonuclear warheads that are like, you know, 100 times more powerful than anything that went off at Hiroshima. Okay, that's going to take out, you know, we're, and then we're talking about multiple ones of those going off and then we don't have a world anymore. Well, then if we don't have a world anymore, how did the stuff in Reve Revelation and Daniel and all that go on? Are you telling me that Revelation and Daniel and all these other things, Matthew 24, is based on a population that's been reduced by 99%? That, I don't see Bible. Why wouldn't the Bible at least mention that happening prior to the tribulation? Don't really see it. Okay, Not saying, though, that we couldn't have some bad stuff. Not saying we couldn't have some of these things like they're saying maybe dirty bombs things like that and a dirty bomb get, again is like a much lower yield nuclear device like a suitcase nuke i've talked a lot about those for years so then they go on to say the following video explores how three major events in the beginning of october could lead to a domino effect depending on the actual new world order implementation plan of course it's Canadian prepper there's language i'm not going to play it but it's nationwide nuclear exercise in russia October 3rd, and then the government shut down. But I think they, I mean, according to Drudge, and again, it's all theater, this whole government shutdown thing. Um, McCarthy took on the right flank to prevent the shutdown. Dems to the rescue. Oh, good, good, good. So again, it's more right-left paradigm theater. Oh, we're going to be shut down. Oh, we're not. We're Dems to the rescue. Okay, whatever. Um, and then the emergency broadcast of October 4th, which we're going to talk about extensively today. Now, remember, that goes from the 4th to the 11th. So, but that information by itself, they could pull that off at any time, what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, then there is this interesting take on the matter of travel after October of this year. 
which says no travel after October, which is question marks. And I'm like, oh, I, I have a hard time believing that. But anyway, there's the reports there. If you want to look at it, no matter what happens during this red October, the communists always make good use of this month. And again, this is one of those things where it's like, we're just going to blame it on whatever they term as communists. Listen, guys, this thing with bringing us from the old world order into the new world order is a gigantic group collaborative satanic effort worldwide. It's not just somebody that would deem themselves to be communist. It's not just the horrible Kabbalistic practicing Zionistic Jews. It's not just Luciferians and Satanists. And I understand many of them could fall into those categories that we just talked about. It's not just the Catholic Church. It's not just the Jesuits. It's, you know what I mean? It's not just one faction. It is, or the Freemasons. It is a group collaborative effort. Okay. So, um, but again, they go on to say the um, the use of this month to prepare for the long-awaited American Bolshevik Revolution. After all, the key takeover event of the 1917 Bolshevik Revolution was launched during about October. Okay, so there's historical precedent, sure. Uh, then there's a report here. It does not get any more dangerous and deadly for American public than the Operation Trojan Horse is a link to that. And then it ends by saying, of course, the biggest thing that can happen over the next 30 days is the meticulously, well, I don't know if we can say it's the biggest, but it's, okay, it's big. Over the next 30 days is the meticulously controlled demolition of the global economic and financial system, just as the banksters did in September, October of 2008, and on Black Tuesday, October 29th, 1929, and on Black Monday, October 19th, 1987. Um, and these are all happened in October is the point they're trying to make. And that's the point with this whole report is just to give you some historical precedence for the same dynamic. Lastly, given the sheer desperation that the pandemic perps now demonstrate at every turn, there is a distinct possibility that the powers that be pulling out all the stops as follows. And there's a report and it's titled beware the triple whammy of 2023. So there's a lot of things. If you want to explore those, I give you the links there. Um, I'm not going to, you know, get into every little thing here, um, seeing where I'm at on time here. And, um, okay. So going further, um, I want to temper this with some Bible verses because we've heard, you know, a lot of negativity up into this point. And I try to temper things with Bible verses and, uh, things of this nature. Psalm 57 verse one, uh, be merciful unto me, O God, be merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. So just good verses to commit to memory, to dwell on. Um, <clears throat> I will keep thee in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me and or thee, um, or the, me being Jesus Christ. Okay, so that's how we would stay in perfect peace. Keeping our mind stayed on the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, so, um, second Timothy one, seven, for God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Psalm 18, two, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom will I trust my buckler in the horn of my salvation and my high tower. And then Psalm 37, I'm sorry, 34, seven, the angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him and delivereth them. Okay, so the fear of God is also connected with delivering delivering you in a horrible situation and, and camp, angels encamping around about you So, and delivering you. So that's 
amazing. But it's predicated on fear of the Lord, which I've done many, many studies on that, that you can search for at contendingfortruth.com if you like. Okay, so the next next thing, super, super important. The, um, prayer and fasting alert. The occult holiday slash holy days, because these are holy days for the pagans, for October, November, and December. This is how they celebrate, essentially, their religion. With everything coming our way, especially going into October and December, with all the occult holidays, see below for the occult calendar for the rest of the year, this is how high-level occults celebrate these days and practice their religion. Um, personally, I got convicted to do a three-day water fast. See below for a high amount of information on fasting. We're going to get into that in a second. And I kind of sent this out to more of a, a smaller list that I had this week. I think I sent it out on probably about Tuesday. Anyone who wants to join in with me, please do so in whatever way the Lord convicts you. As God is in control, but evil is encroaching at every level. So I did a three-day water fast uh, from... Well, it ended like at 4 a.m. on Friday. So couple a couple days ago thereabouts and um yeah i just did it was a very 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 strict water fast i didn't do anything else um i've talked about the fast i've done over the years i think it's something that um is very very important to do um it's important not only to it just does so many things it makes you so appreciative of different things it's a way of crucifying the flesh uh, it's a way of supercharging your prayers it's a way of praying against a lot of the wickedness that we see coming our way uh, there's so many things that are positive when you fast and there's a lot of bible verses that even you know talk about it. it says jesus said in matthew 6 16 he said moreover when ye fast not if but when okay be not as the hypocrites as of a sad countenance for they disfigure their faces that they may appear unto men to fast verily i say to you they have they have their reward but when thou fast anoint thine head and wash thy face that thou appear not to fast unto men, but unto thy father, which is in secret, and that thy father, which seeth thee in secret, shall reward thee openly. Um, and th this kind of came to me too when I was fasting. Um, Philippians 3, verses 8 through 10. And yea, doubtless, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ my Lord, for of whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and I do count them but dung, meaning like excrement, that I may win Christ. Meaning they're not worth these these things, the, the things that are in the temporal world that you might possess. Um, and be found of him not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ. See, we want the faith of Christ. We want Christ's righteousness. We don't want our own because then if you think you're going to go before God, all of our righteousness, according to the Bible, is of is like a filthy rag before God. Okay? So this is why all these other religions that think they're going to get into heaven of their own merit and of their own righteousness are deluded. 
they're, they're all are going to present God as a filthy rag. Okay, we want Christ's imputed righteousness that we receive, you know, by accepting him as our Lord and Savior through his death, burial, and resurrection, through his finished work on the cross. Okay, as a saved Christian, that's the righteousness we want. Lest any man should boast. <laughs> okay, um, like in their own righteousness. The righteousness which is of God by faith. And then the next verse says, that I may know him, meaning Christ, and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. And listen, I know Christ suffered like you can't compare fasting to Christ's suffering on the cross or a lot of the other, I'm sure, sufferings he went through. But he did fast. He did. And I think this is one of the ways to have fellowship with Christ and his sufferings is by fasting. Because to me, fasting is suffering. Okay, I mean, I'm... I know a lot of there's I've read a lot of accounts where oh yeah once you get past the some people say the first day well it's a breeze and it's never been the case with me I'm sorry it's oh man it's never easy it is not so some people may you know I see these people the one I read the one report and I'll, I'll give that to you in a second on um. I give a whole bunch of links here on fasting on how to stay on your fast. And he, this guy's done like gigantic fast. Now, granted, I'm not hundred percent sure, but he was saying, I got to humble myself and admit to you. Like I've had fasts, fasts that have ended early and on day 20, I couldn't go. And I'm like, day 20, <laughs> like, oh man, you, you own me, man. You are day 20 eh in your brain yeah i'm, I'm not gonna cast any stones <laughs> okay the most i've done is about a week and um now i i had that time that i was in that really really dark time i was under god's chastisement and deserving every bit of it in that was probably the darkest time of my life and when god plunged me into that when he let me go into that, and it was all of my own doing, of the first 60 days, I, according to the math I did, and God forgive me if I'm wrong, I fasted about 40 out of the first 60 days. I started it out with about a week, and the first three of those was a three-day, no water, no food. So that that's the most extreme form of fasting, and I wouldn't just jump into a three day, no water, no food. I didn't do that this time. I just did a water, which, you know, still pretty tough. I mean, for at least me being the wimp that I am. Um, and, um, now granted, I don't want to say that and say, Oh, you're a wimp. If you can't, no, I'm just saying, I mean, a lot of people are out there and like, Oh, 40 day fast. And all stuff. I'm like, okay. Uh, okay. You're, you're tough. You are tough. now granted. I understand the Lord Jesus Christ has to get you through it. Okay, and, and, and you want to rely on him to do it. Okay, so I'm not throwing any stones, casting any aspersions. I'm not in judgment of anybody, okay, on the, on the fasting issue, okay, because fasting is very humbling, okay? It, it just flat out is. It, 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 it's very humbling. And man, do you appreciate food. <laughs> when, you're, when you're doing it and when you're done and, oh, it's, it's crucifying the flesh. But, um... Yeah, it's it's different for different people. I've heard that if you have a slower metabolism, 
certain people that it's a lot easier to do. And then some people say, oh, you get past day, whatever, I don't know, three, five, whatever. Some say it's past a week and then it becomes, you're, you're not even hungry. I've never seen it, but I've only ever done about a week. And I should say only, because for I know a lot of people that'd be a big deal. And, and it is a big deal. Trust me, it's a gigantic deal for me at least. Um, and then out of that first 60 days, I did like, a, I started off with a week and then I would probably maybe eat for a couple days and then I did like, now I will say though, during that 60, I fasted about 40 and it wasn't constant. I'd, I'd go maybe two days of food and then I'd go for three. I was in ex such extreme agony internally. It wasn't that hard to do from the standpoint, I didn't want to eat. I didn't, I'm not one of those people that if I'm under extreme emotional distress, I want to eat. I'm not a, that type of like binge eater under stress. I'm the exact opposite. I, I don't want anything to do with food. So it wasn't like, I was doing whatever I had to do to try to get a hold of God, to try to get out of this agony I was in as quickly as possible. My motives were actually kind of self-centered, to be quite honest. I mean, but I also knew fasting is probably the quickest way out of it and is the quickest way to get a hold of God. So I'm like, well, I really don't feel like eating anyway. So I got about 40 days done in a 60-day period. Um, and it was, I went from probably about 215 to, I think at the end that was about one, it's either 178 or 180. So I had lost, oh, um, you know, over 30 pounds, 35 pounds. My clothes were just hanging off me. And I was seeing patients during that time too. And I'd see patients and I would see patients and I was in a horrible practice too. It was the worst job I've ever had in chiropractic. And that was a whole other, you know, other chastisement part of this whole thing. And there was so many things that happened to me. I deserved every, I actually deserve really death if you ask me, but God was merciful and um, I'd see patients, I'd see patients, and then I would go between patients and ball my eyes out in my office, and then I would kind of pull myself together and have more patients and go see them, and then come back and ball my eyes out, and then the only book I wanted to read during that time, and that was pretty much the case for that whole year, was Psalms. I was just in Psalms, 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 and that was when I got the revelation about Psalm 64, and if you haven't heard that study, it's life-changing. Psalm 64, just key it in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. And so fasting to me is a very humbling experience. You feel, I feel very weak during it. You know, I, I'm feeling not macho, definitely not feeling macho. Uh, no, no. Feeling very humbled um, before the Lord and um, con trying to connect with the Lord and, uh, it does super, it is probably the main thing you can possibly do to supercharge your prayers. Okay. And it's something I believe we should all be doing to a certain extent. Now you do as the Lord leads you, but Jesus Christ said, when you fast, remember in Matthew 6, 16. So it's not like something where, oh, um, I've never fasted as a Christian. Well, you, the Bible says you should be. Okay, I mean, I'm sorry, but it does. I mean, and I'm not brow trying to browbeat anybody. I'm saying Jesus Christ said that. Like it's a foregone conclusion when you do this. Okay, and again, that's between you and God. 
I'm not here to whatever. Um, now, the main reason to do it, I think, from a spiritually important standpoint would be regarding moving the hand of God in regard to bad stuff coming. And again, this is why I want to give this calendar here. October 13th, and I'm running out of time, so I got to get through this before I end this part. October 13th, what is that? Okay, this is the first date that's coming up. Now, obviously, October 4th with the EBS thing, where we talk a lot more about that next. October 13th, continuous high holiday um, in the occult, okay? It is a reverse date of October 31st, which is obviously Halloween, Halloween or Samhain. Okay, so October 13th, again, it's it's an inner, you interpose, you, you flip 31 backwards, it's 13, 13 is also the number of rebellion. Also, I did some research and found out that this particular October the 13th is also Friday the 13th, which is a, uh, a time where they will do human sacrifice. So it's a double occult holiday. October 13th is, con is considered in the occult calendar a continuous high holiday. And this particular October 13th on the witching month, essentially, is also Friday the 13th, which is also a high satanic holiday where human sacrifice is performed. Then we have October 28th, which is a full moon, um, which an, again, in full moons, human or animal sacrifices are performed, depending on the coven or the witch group. Then October 28th also, Satanic High Holy Days begins and runs through November 4th. These are blood rituals and um, victims for their sacrifices, whether they be animal or human, are abducted, ceremonial preparation, and the holding of the sacrificial victim for All Hallows Eve, okay, which is October 31st, which we all know is Halloween or Halloween, All Hallows Eve, Halloween, or also called Samhain, which is the, the way the occultists would call it. Sexual or blood rituals are done on in on October 31st. It's considered probably by most the highest satanic holiday of the whole year. It's also considered Satan's birthday. It's a sexual association with demons called up and there's animal and or human sacrifice is performed. And the whole thing about the wicker man, can wicker man in the key or Halloween in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com and listen to my study on that if you don't think it's a big deal please do that because this goes back very very long time um then they've done sh hollywood shows called the wicker man and i don't advise you to watch it but you know it's, it's it's about that then on november 4th we're, we're going in the month of november uh it's called satanic revels where satanic rituals are performed then on on november 27th a full another full moon where you have human or animal sacrifice. And again, this is all the reason, I think it's a big reason that I got convicted to do this three-day water fast is because of all this stuff coming up here. Now, I understand this is going on all year, but I think we're going into a time where it's just going to be insane, okay? Um, then, December, we go all the way into December. We go all the way to December 21st or 22nd, which is where the winter solstice is, the shortest day of the year. Um, where winter starts, it's also called the Sabbat Festival, where what's done there, sexual rituals and human and or animal sacrifice. The next date, December 24th, is called Demon Revels or High Climax, sexual and blood rituals. Um, 
what's what goes on here sexual association with demons are, are called up and also animal and human sacrifice note human sacrifices occur from christmas eve which is also a satanic holiday christmas day all the way through new year's day so this time of the year so see all this family and all this stuff, it is one of the darkest times between now and the end of the year in the occult world there's more human sacrifice more animal sacrifice more wickedness going on than probably any other time of the year now please can can my my teaching i did on um christmas okay if you think that's a it's not the birth of christ guys and that's easily proven but then december 26 full moon so right after december 25th full moon the next night more human or animal sacrifice i mean these this is bad any full moon or month any full moon in any month is referred to as an, is referred to in an as an esbat e-s-b-a-t where a human or animal sacrifice is performed and any friday the 13th human sacrifice is also performed okay and i also give you the link to that that occult calendar now what i also give you is um biblical fasting the kinds of fasts and how to fast these are all links and the, the links are fasting versus eating less what's the difference the, and that's more of i think of, of the science of fasting okay but then these are more christian oriented feeling the presence of god and these are all different links water fasting which will tell you about the unbelievable some of the unbelievable benefits of water fasting which i'm actually going to get in, into in the next part and then juice fasting the master actually you know what mm. I'm going to go ahead and just recover this in the next part because I kind of want this part to start with this and to, and to continue in that theme. So I'm going to repeat a little bit of this in the next part and because um, I'm out of time anyway. So God bless you and we will see you in part two.